0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDSE.
1: Welcome to breakfast, everyone, and happy Monday. Good morning if you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney as we fill the chairs for Vossi and Brandy. And for the first hour, we welcome to all of you north of the border on SEN Q693 AM in Brisbane. Patton Heels will be along from 6 AM Queensland time. And if you're listening anywhere else across the SEN network, good morning to you. Heaps of sport to discuss today, including Peter Volandes confirms the Bears. He wants them back in the NRL. The Socceroos bowed out of the Asian Cup. Australia beats the West Indies in the second ODI at the SCG. Uh, Michael Kariannis, welcome. Good morning, Miss O. How are you? I'm very well, very well. Spring in my step today. Monday, big week on breakfast this week for the two of us. Yes, yes. Last week for summer breakfast before... The big, big boys are back. The big dogs are back. Vossie yep. uh, and Brandy, only one week away. I know our listeners will be very surprised. Uh, not surprised. surprised. <laughs> excited. Very excited surprise about Surprised at actually coming back because I've had so long off. <laughs> yeah, we will be surprised. I was surprised. I was like, Vossie and Brandy work on SCN. <laughs> um, how's your weekend?
0: Oh, mate. my I live a dull existence at the moment. Usually the off season is where you know, it's a bit fun, it's a bit looser. Um, I love summer. Uh, but summer guy. But not this year. Mate, we've got the bub due, another bub due next month. We've got a 17 month old at the moment. So it's a matter of trying to keep, um, both girls at home under control, heading into, um, chaos next month.
1: Can I give you a tip? Oh, okay. Missus? Yes. Okay. Yes. Here we go. So neither my mum or dad are swimmers. Mm. Neither of them really proficient in swimming. Yeah. But when mum was pregnant, I was a, a very large baby. Yeah. And I was born in April, so I was the, the main months of pregnancy were through summer. And I was so large that she couldn't do much exercise. So all the exercise she did throughout her whole pregnancy was swimming. Okay. She spent all her time at the pool swimming. Yeah. And she claims that that's the reason that I then became a swimmer. So a bit of advice if you want a little Mariana summer you want my, the next Greek Olympian <laughs> <laughs>
0: looks like my mum's going to be a movie critic or something a movie critic <laughs> <laughs> I better not say that loud. what about what about you you out of the two of us you're definitely living the life c- compared to me at the moment um, and there were some whispers as i entered the office that you might have finally got down on one knee
1: no no false
0: no fake, fake news <laughs>
1: So what happened, uh, MC, it's my girlfriend's 30th birthday this coming Sunday. Yep. And so she's from Melbourne originally, and, and her school friends from Melbourne got chatting to me, and they said, oh, we'd love to uh, you know, have a party for, for Rose. I said, well, we can't do it on the weekend of her birthday because all her family are going to be in Sydney, and they're all staying at our house, and we're going to do a family thing for Rose on her birthday. She didn't want to do a massive party on her birthday because she wasn't sure about it. Melbourne friends, Sydney friends, work friends, family. Uh, it was too much to organize. So I said, how about you come down the weekend before her birthday, uh, come and stay at our house. We'll, I'll organize a big night in Bondi. We'll surprise her and she'll, she'll love it. And she'll love the fact that you all get a chance to come down. None of them have been to our house in Bondi before either. So They said, yep, no worries. Anyway, two weeks ago they contacted me and say, actually no change of plans. We're staying at a hotel in the city. Mm. What we need you to do is bring her to this specific hotel room at this hotel in the city. Tell her, or we're just having a night out in the city. The two of us i have booked a hotel for us and we're going to go out afterwards. Yeah. Now, I've been dating Rose now for nine years. Okay. So if you said to a partner of nine years, yes. I've got a surprise night in the city for the two of us. I've booked a hotel room. <laughs> And are then very coy around the plan. So I haven't booked any restaurants. I haven't got any specific locations. Can't give any details. Very suspect. Yes. Very sketchy. Very yes, suspect. Yes. So I made my own plan. I thought, I'm not telling you I've booked a hotel for two in the city. I looked where they booked the hotel. And it was down the southern end of the city. So I'm like, what, what reason would I have to tell her we're going down that end of the city? So I said to Rose earlier in the week, Let's go for dinner in Chinatown okay. on the weekend. Yep. She's one of those people that has to be in control of everything. So okay. she's like, which restaurant are we going to? I said, oh, don't worry about it. I'll book it. No, no, no. Which restaurant? Well, I'll book it tomorrow. Next day, which restaurant are we going to? <sighs> Look, why don't we just go to Chinatown, walk around and find somewhere? And she said, you never do that. <laughs> you always have to book a restaurant. Which restaurant? I said, just leave it with me. Yeah. I'll book somewhere. Forget about it. So she's asking me every day about that. Then her friends say, oh, can you get it to the hotel room at 3 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, that's and perfect dinner time. Yeah, Now I've said dinner. So I said, oh, <laughs> let's go into let's go into the city at 3 o'clock and just walk around. Why would we do that? I said, can we just go into the city at 3, please? please. And it wasn't hot at all yesterday. Oh, so it gets to 2.30? Yeah. I go, come on, let's go. Let's go into the city. Oh, I'm going to wash the dog. So no, let's just go to the city. She goes, no, I'm washing the dog. So she goes upstairs and starts washing the dog. Uh, like, what is it? And I can't, I can't say, no, we have a time. We have to be there or to yeah. give away the surprise. Anyway, so she washes the dog. By now, it's pretty much three o'clock. Yeah. And I said, all right, come on, get dressed now and get ready. What should I wear? Oh, dress nice. Oh, actually, I'm going to walk the dog now to dry him off. I was like, you're not walking the dog. Get dressed. Wear something nice. We're going into the city. Anyway, as she's getting changed and stuff, she ducks downstairs for a second and I quickly grab a bag and put together an overnight bag yep. and then rush down and hide it in the car and then come back into the house. She gets ready, drive her into the city. We park near this hotel in the Southern end of the city, sort of down towards Surrey Hills end. She's like, why are we parking here? This isn't that close to the I was like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll just walk around a bit. Then I take her to the hotel. Is it awkward in the car or is it like... Yeah, oh, awkward. Yeah. Awkward. Uh, because I'm giving no details and she's starting to... I am I know she's starting to think proposal. Yeah. I just know. Yeah. Because I've been under a lot of pressure from all angles recently. Yeah. yeah. Get into the hotel. Rather than checking in, I go to the, the counter and say, oh, I've got, a, I've got a key to pick up for James. Yeah. And the guy's big grin on his face. Yeah, I've got the key for you. He gives me the key. Doesn't ask for any details, credit card, nothing. And she's just standing there looking at me. And then as we go to the elevator, she's like, "What's going on?" Uh, I was like, "Don't just don't ask questions." She's like, "What have you got planned?" Uh, I said, "Trust me, don't ask any questions. Anyway, go up in the hotel uh, elevators, go and knock on the door of this hotel room so that they know where there's so They can surprise her, and she's just looking at me like, "What is happening?" Swipe the door open, and uh, she goes in. Huge surprise. Um, and then I, I did the Harry Houdini. I got out of there and they had a, a girls weekend. Nice. So I dropped her off Saturday afternoon. Um, She came home Sunday afternoon. And I did her girls weekend thing. But the pressure for a proposal at the moment, and any moment like that now yeah. just feels like it's leading to something. Yeah, yeah. So it was a stressful week, MC. And I, To be honest, <laughs> I'm glad that weekend's over <laughs> because I, I, all week I was stressed about how am I going to, do this surprise.
0: Yeah. Uh, This is, and you know, people are, there's mixed reports on your, um, your story. Does this end from Western Sydney? Yes, it does. But what about James from, this is a text from James. If I did something like what you did, I would get told, what did you do? What do you want? And no, I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah. That was the problem. Yeah. That was the problem. See, if, if Rose said to me, we're going for dinner in the city on Saturday night, not only would I have forgotten what she'd said 20 minutes later, I wouldn't ask a question all week. Yeah. It's just, but she has to know every detail of everything. I, we're I doing. think
0: in, in my relationship, I'm the inquisitive one. My, my uh, wife's more, yeah, all right, sweet. Just go with the flow. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, where are we going? What time do we have to be there? What do I need to take? How you did know? you propose? Oh, it's, it's a long story. So but we met at a gym, right? Yeah, wow. All right. So we, we met at a gym. And pumping iron. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I'm very impressive in the gym, yeah. James. And, um, it was my mate's gym. So I told her, um, I needed, I had a session there in the morning and I told her I left my wallet there. Mm. Right. So then I pretended that I had to go to work. Work knew I had the day off. It was a Saturday. Work knew I had the day off. So I went and picked her up and said, oh, let's go have lunch near the gym, but I need to go back to the gym to get my wallet. So she's like, oh, okay. Doesn't ask any questions. Right. It's sweet as. So I've put the gym's closed at this stage. So I've put the ring in a locker in the gym. Yeah. So we've gone up. I go, I don't know where my wallet is. Um, Why don't you check in the lockers? I'll check in the bathroom. So we get there. I have the key. I unlock the door. She goes up and she's like, oh. Someone's left their ring here. <laughs> 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 she turns around and I'm on one day. And oh, that's nice. how I did it. And nice. then we went to the city and did all that sort of stuff. And it's so, got
1: meaning because that's where you met as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, it's like random, like that's proposing nice. in gym, but because yeah.
0: that's where we met yeah. is is why I... Um, and she had no sneaking suspicion. No, not really because she's pretty, she's trusting, right? So yeah. she legit thought I left my wallet. At the gym. I like it. Um so that was my little little segue into that and, and and did it like that. So um yeah, that was successful.
1: If I reckon if we had have thrown open to the listeners uh, <laughs> who, <I> met. who <laughs> met their girlfriend at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you would have I... been paying hundred to one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my
0: mates were like initially like, mate, just tell her you met her on Tinder, it's fine. <laughs> it's sweet. I said, No, I really didn't.
1: Hey, overnight we had the one day international West Indies in Australia. Uh, Australia, of course, the juggernaut rolls on. Uh, Sean Abbott played a starring role. He was player of the match. Crucial to Australia winning. He scored 69 of 63 balls to help the Aussies reach 9 for 258. Windy's all out for 175. But uh, he hit someone in the crowd during the match. yeah. So he's hit a six. Yeah. This ball's gone flying into the members section, actually. So it could have been a a big hitter. Mm. (laughs) Straight... He's tried to catch it straight into his face, hits him in the glasses, splits him, yep. smashes the glasses. Yeah. I don't know how it didn't knock him out. It should have been a knockout punch. He should have caught it. He should have caught it. He had it. every opportunity. I don't think there was a deflection either. Sometimes no when, deflection. when the you know
0: everyone's going for it, there's fingers in the air and you can get a deflection, no worries. But he had an opportunity to, to catch that and just no good.
1: Uh, all right. Let's listen to some audio of that match, particularly the Sean Abbott montage, which led to Australia being in the box seat after their innings.
0: Full of pitch, Abbott has a big dig at this. Has it gone the whole way? Yes, it has. Well, Abbott has aimed for the members and he's got there. With a six, a thundering six. Joseph into Abbott. He just chips it back over the bowler's head. He'll pick up a single. That's your half century. Zampa. scampers back for a second. Good running, good batting and a timely innings from Sean Abbott. Shepard With Abbott waiting, swinging, full toss, got it straight out of the screws and over the fence. Second ball, slower delivery, probably a bigger hit. It's high in the air. Back to back sixes for Sean Abbott.
1: Huge innings from Sean Abbott, but the story of the night was the man getting smashed in the face. Now there's a story in the papers this morning saying that he's pretty upset with himself because he's the leading catcher at his local cricket club. And under pressure on national TV, <laughs> not only has he not caught it, he's been smashed in the face. <laughs> Cricket Australia has confirmed that they stitched him up uh, after the incident. So they've taken some responsibility. Yeah. but His mates will be stitching him up today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah.
0: There's missing – there's dropping a catch, and then there's letting it hit you on
1: Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Have you ever been in a – in the stands and and caught a ball or a a rugby league ball? No, I don't. What about when you sideline? Yeah, sideline I have. Yeah, yeah. caught a ball? Sideline I have, yeah. You've ever dropped one?
0: No, I don't think so. Because if they're coming to me on the sideline, they're not usually – because it's so close, it's usually one of those little dink kicks for touch or something like that. Nothing of of, – no. I'm more worried about the ball coming and hitting me on the head. So you've never had a –
1: A Burton bomb that's gone slightly astray, and you've had to catch it on the sideline. Oh yeah, one-handed with my eyes closed. (laughs) No,
0: no, I don't go near them.
1: Usually, I've got my laptop on me as well, so I've got to be careful
0: Ah. um, to make sure I don't cause too much damage. But it's usually when I'm doing sideline, I'm worried about the fans throwing it at my head.
1: Yeah. When
0: when they catch a bomb. Yeah. Or when the ball goes uh, over there. But that yeah, that is it is quite dangerous too. If you if you you don't have your eyes on the ball in the cricket particularly. But I think Old um, Mate's in for a
1: tough time. Yeah, the, the group Snapchat or Could you imagine WhatsApp the WhatsApp? Or, yeah, yes, it's the, going off. Going. <laughs> Big drummers. 0457 736 is our text line. Have you ever been hit by a ball in the grandstand? Or even better, have you ever caught a great catch, cricket match, NRL game? Baseball. Baseball would be yeah. dangerous as well. Because watching that replay, the size of a cricket, that's a rock coming mm. at you at 130 falls, yeah. k's an hour or yeah. so. Straight in the face. He did pretty fa- well yeah, to it stay standing. Hurt. Yeah, it, oh, it would have hurt. Time.
0: What about at the at Central Coast? In those games, sometimes when they're playing footy and the ball goes over the fence and people just run off with the footies.
1: Yeah, into onto the highway. Onto almost, the highway, 30, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so Texas in 0457736736. Even better. Give us a call, 1300-01-1170. We have a Signet Boost power bank to give away to the best caller today. The Lions are now open. We are here for Brighton's Layers unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's Layers. Your calls and texts in just a moment. <laughs> Welcome back to 1170 SEN uh, in Sydney. Chance of showers this afternoon and evening. Heading for a top of 33 in the city. 37 for you guys out in Penrith. Uh, good morning if you're in Brisbane. You're with us for another half hour before Patton Heels will be along. Partly cloudy up there today and 32. Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over 40 years We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Reminder: Vossie and Brandy are back next Monday. Does that mean you're back to News Corp MC? Well, I'm still there, but yes, yeah, but, but back on the back, back on the pen.
0: Yeah, yeah, full time. Yeah, yeah. Do you um, write
1: anything? Do you read anything? No, no. I mean, do you <laughs> write with a pen? Oh no, do sorry. You, I do, think do, you meant do, like do you read the pen? Do but, you do shorthand?
0: N- uh, I sort of know shorthand, but when I interview, I'm um, quick type. Like if I interview, I just touch type. Okay, that's and easier. You have a
1: little voice recorder. I, I,
0: well, I just use my phone if yeah. I'm doing a face-to-face interview. But if I'm doing it on the phone, fu- if I'm doing, if I'm interviewing you from on the phone, I will just touch type.
1: While you're while you're doing it, yeah, wow, That's yeah. impressive.
0: Yeah, and it just saves time too. Yeah, I don't have to go back and listen to it, which is a
1: major punish. Well, I noticed a change throughout my career in reporters when I started; they'd all have the notepad in the oh, yeah. shorthand. And then it switched to the little recorders. Yeah, that's what I started with, yeah. And then it switched to the phone. Yeah. yeah. Some
0: journalists still carry a, a dictaphone with them.
1: Yeah. Um, but I probably haven't used mine for five years. But so shorthand dead? Would new journalists learn shorthand? I don't
0: know. Like, it was part of my traineeship. So when I first started um, to get my cadetship at, at um, the St. George Leader, where I was, I needed shorthand. I was very bad at it. I did it with Chamus. Chamus and I had to do it yeah. together. He was very good at it shorthand. I'll, yeah.
1: Yeah. What's an example of shorthand black like a little symbol means something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's basically and is it you can, you universal
1: can, or do you make your own?
0: No, uh, no, it's universal. And like that would be a b c d like it's like little
1: indentations basically. Mm. Um, but it can be whatever you want it to be as long as you can read it back. Yeah, okay. So have you have you been back on the typewriter this week? Yeah, last week was my first back. week back, yeah. yeah. Big stories during the week? Uh not too bad.
0: Um, we've got we had one on on junior rugby league, which we'll touch on um, later in the show. There's already a few texts that, about that, so we'll we'll get into that later in the show. It's a you know an interesting change. It's sort of split um, opinions. Opinions definitely at, at the
1: grassroots level, but you know there's a few bits and pieces. Nothing huge. Just yeah. uh, warming my way into the year. Hey, Friday afternoon, uh, myself and Justin Horro hosted the Rugby League Players Association oh, yeah. uh, little social do. Nice. It's pretty cool down there at St George at Cogra. Um really interesting to see the change in dynamic now. Any past rugby league events uh, I've been to has been all men. And this one now, NRLW, so they mm. had twenty-eight male delegates from from all the clubs and twenty-eight female delegates from all the clubs. It was almost like going more into a swim team environment okay, now, yeah. rather, because the banter changes a little bit, the mood yeah. changes a little bit. Uh, you know, you've got to break that uh, break the ice of, you know, some of the guys would know some of the girls and then you've got like a an Adam Elliott and a Millie um Boyle there who are married now. Yeah. Is she Millie Elliott? I'm not sure what she I, I Millie did, Elliott I, sounds like Missy Elliott. I, I just <laughs> I did
0: I, I did read a story last week in the newspaper where she was referred to as Millie Elliott. Millie Elliott. Missy so Elliot I think maybe obviously that must
1: be the case. She is Missy Elliott then Missy isn't it Missy Elliott. She? Mrs Elliot. Yes. Uh yeah interesting to see the change in <laughs> dynamics and I guess, you know, it'd be a shift for the sport, right? Mm. Because then they were all staying down at the Novotel at Brighton La Sands. When we were on swim teams, you used to have rules, you know, after a certain time, can't go and, you know, guys, you can't go to level three, girls, you can't go. How often was that broken? By me, not Not at all. Not by you. By me, not at all. By some of the young fellas, yeah, for sure, for sure. You weren't uh, young on the team once? I was young on the (laughs) team once, but I I was more of a – Destination adventurer, let's call it. So if we're in Spain, I'm not hanging around the team hotel room. I'm venturing out into Spain. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, I've got you. But we had to choose the best. So we did lawn bowls for our social event. Yep. Scope and I were the team captains. We had 28 each on our teams, 14 girls, 14 guys, and we had to choose our best bowlers to to face off. So the best two bowlers uh, from the men's side on my team were... Uh, Tom Trebojevic, and Daley Cherry Evans. Mm. Now, interestingly, of my 14 male players, I only had two backs. Okay. 12 forwards, two backs. And the forwards are no good. Who was the worst? Oh, Toff Sipley. <laughs> yeah, was pretty bad. Didn't have much of a soft touch. Just... Did, you just, did you just hang out with the Manly boys, did you? There was heaps of Manly boys there. Ethan Bullymore was there. Okay. They had four delegates, whereas so, most teams only had two. Jamie Bure is- Helping out his boys. Jamie Bure, Tom Simons. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, who did yeah. he bring in? Justin <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit of a manly old boys there. It was a bit of a manly old boys. But uh, interestingly, at least talking to those boys about uh, Vegas. Oh, yeah. So I was saying, you know, I'm interested in what you're doing after the game. Well, they're actually only there for a day after they play. They're pretty much flying straight back that next night. Mm. But they get there 10 days before they play. So any uh, social events or anything are going to happen in those for that first day or two because they're going to be trying to get over jet lag. I think they, the first two days they get there, there won't be any training or anything like that so that then they can sort of get into the week as a whole and, and prepare for the game. So any yeah social events or festivities are going to be in the first day or two that they get there, not after the game. They won't have a blowout after. Surely they let them off the leash after, straight after the game for a night. Unless they have, well, there'd be some you know experienced campaigners in there that might have something planned so that they're ready to go straight after that game. But for the most part, it's going to be the week leading up where they've got a little bit more freedom. Mm. And then they also, you know, it's a different, it's a different world these days. Rugby league. They were talking about you know recovering, getting back, flight, round two coming up. Then they're into the season proper. Yeah. Right? So. They were more focused on, on the season at hand. It'd be pretty
0: tough going to Vegas and not giving them a one blowout.
1: Yeah. A uh, couple of quick texts, MC. Uh, Lionel says, put a ring on it, you slack prick. Must be talking to producer yeah, Dan. He's been with his missus for nine years. Nine years as well. Disgraceful, Dan. Put a ring on it. Yeah. Uh, morning, guys. It's Trotman. Uh, Parrot home game versus the Waz, Sean Johnson. Uh, he was kicking for touch and a ball came straight at me. Through the arms, straight into the noggin. (laughs) Poor effort on my behalf. Send us some video footage. Yeah, proof, (laughs) proof. So we're talking this morning. Have you been in the crowd and had either a catch or a drop been hit in the face, maybe like uh, Trotman 0457 736 736? As always, we're here for Brighton's Lawyers. 6.30 News is up next, and then we're back with a complete wrap of all the morning sport news.